Hey, hey. Uh, hey, what's up? How you doing? It's been a while. It's been a while since, you know, I came here. Um, it's really been a while. Um, I don't know how you got here. I'm sure some of you got here through my newsletter. Okay, the last, the, the recent newsletter I, I sent out. Uh, I'm sure you must have gotten here through that newsletter or you came here through my Instagram page. I don't know, but you're here. However, where you got here, whatever journey you took to get here, you are welcome. And I do hope that you are doing absolutely fine. So what have you been up to? Yeah, I haven't been here in a very long while. The last time I posted an episode here was like earlier this year right earlier this year the thing about this podcast is that i come here only when you know um i really have something to share it's not like a weekly or bi-weekly or monthly podcast i just come here as the spirit leads so that's basically how it works so um originally this episode was supposed to be you know um written exclusively i mean like i was supposed to write it as a newsletter but i just couldn't bring myself to like type out everything my emotions were everywhere my hands just my hands couldn't just stay steady on the keyboard so i thought you know what let me just trans you know like transform this into a podcast episode um it'll be much easier to talk about what i want to talk about you know i think it'll be much easier for you to relate or connect you know via the sound of my voice i hope i'm making sense oh jeez. <laughs> okay um so <sighs> so um this is one story that you know i find very traumatic you know to recall and to even begin to um tell because it messes up my psyche a lot but i believe that someone out there you know like needs to hear this i don't know if anyone is gonna get inspired and motivated i don't know you know i'm just here to like rant you know this this podcast is like a diary for me you know I just come here to you know to just rant okay so so today I want to share a story a true story my story of how I was almost raped twice actually twice and you know um, it is something that when I think about it, you know, I don't think about it all the time. I try not to even, you know, think about it, but sometimes I can just, you know, the thing just, you know, flashes through my mind and I feel devilish warms in my stomach, my head, I begin to get, everything begins to get very fussy and I begin to imagine the worst things that could have happened, you know, I was this close, this close, like this, this, this close to being raped, honestly. So if it is 
it is this traumatic for me. I wonder, I can't even begin to imagine how traumatic it is for those who were actually raped. Ugh. Okay, uh, get it together, Vicky. So, um, I, I was born in Abba, Abia State, and I basically grew up with my aunt, my dad's sister. Um, I didn't grow up with my biological mother because she left when I was still a very young child. I can't begin, I wouldn't go into that story now as a story for another day, but I didn't grow up with my biological mom, she left. Um, I grew up with my aunt because my dad had to shuffle between Abba and Benin City. He was a pharmaceutical rep, so and his work was in Benin City. So he comes home maybe once a month or, t you know, once a month, and we don't be barely see him, honestly, because he had to go fend, get money to take care of us and stuff like that. So, um... I grew up with my aunt. So there is this guy who stays in our house. I don't know the relationship between that guy and my family, but it just turns out that he stays in the house. At that point in my life, I don't know what was it. I can't recall who exactly he was, whether he was a friend to my aunt or whether he was somebody who was squatting in the house and paying money because I know we had a, a an extra room in the house, so he was staying there. I don't know if it was a couple who came to, was looking for a place. I just can't tell, but I know that someone was staying in the house, right? and we play you know the way we, like he plays with with us like i am the first child at the time we were three kids right so i had i have um a brother and a sister so you know he played with us and stuff like that just every once in a while and besides he was living literally living inside the same house with us so of course you get to play around with the kids and all of that but i didn't know that his playing with me was had sinister stuff behind it right so on this fateful day as usual i went into his room to like play and then he asked me to come lie down on his bed which i did wholeheartedly and innocently i wasn't thinking anything I'm, I'm, I was barely 10. I think I was around like maybe five, six, seven, <laughs> honestly, but I wasn't 10 years old. I wasn't up to 10 yet. So, um, he, he asked me to lie down in bed. So I did. And then he asked me if I've eaten. I told him, I think, I don't know what I answered, but I, I know I, I, I remember he asked if I'd eaten okay so um i don't remember what my answer was then he i think he asked if i've had my bath you know he was trying to start a conversation okay so then he asked me if i'm wearing my if i'm wearing panties and that's when something that's when it began to feel off for me right i was wondering in my little head <laughs> i have very very sharp instincts actually I, I thank god for that i have very sharp and quick instinct like instincts once my guts begin to once my once my mind begins to you know tell me stuff i better take it seriously or it's gonna be a, my downfall you know so uh, my instincts began to cram up like why is he asking you about your panties what the freaking hell is this business with your panties you know 
but as a child i just didn't understand what was going on really but i had that feeling in my mind that something was wrong and then but still i told him yes that i was wearing panties and then he asked me to take off the panties now that was serious red lights for me and in my head i was like why would i want to take off my panties and i asked him i said why do you want me to take off my panties and he said ah nothing just take off your panties you know as a child my childish self was like okay his big uncle take off your panties another part of me you know some people feel as a child a lot of people felt i was an old woman in in in, in the body of a child so the mature part of me that i didn't know was matured kept on telling me don't do it don't do it don't do it i believe now it, as 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 I grew older, I understand that that was God talking to me, you know, trying to appeal to my childish brain not to do it and to leave the room instantly. But I just stayed there and I was just wondering what was happening. And he kept on telling me to take off my pants. I think at some point I was going to do it because he like literally cajoled me into it, you know. I think at some point I was going to do I was going to do it. Then I became hesitant, you know. I'm like this is not right. So, uh, Oga proceeded to take the panties off by himself. Like, he came on me and, and like, wanted to take off the panties. In fact, his hands were already under my skirt and about to pull off the panties. Like, like, about to take off my pants. And the next thing I heard was my aunt's voice. No, yeah you know <laughs> a very shrill voice and then immediately it pounced off me you know it bounced off me and i quickly adjusted my pants and ran out of the room you know i never told anyone about it my aunt never knew my sister i never told anyone really i never told anyone i never talked about it but that memory that incident stayed it was ingrained in my brain it was it was just there i didn't understand it at first right but as i grew older i understood what it is to be sexually what it means to be sexually molested to be raped i then realized that wow i was like few seconds away from going through the most traumatic experience the most painful thing you know but Chuku Boise, my God is bigger. <laughs> oh, God is big. My God is bigger. He loves me so much. He loves me so much. He saved me that day. And then the second time, you know, I was, I was, you know, like close to being molested again was this time in Benin City. We had moved away from Benin, uh, I mean from Abba. Yeah, we had moved to Benin City with my dad so we can be close, we can be close to each other, right? So there is this small chemist close to my house, right? And um, uh, there is this guy that works there. So, um, so well, neighborly street neighbors and all of that of course uh, uh, when you're passing by hi hi hey smolly how are you hey you you know so that fateful saturday i know it's a saturday because of the way the weather was and you know i i feel 
it was a Saturday. So that fate was Saturday. I went into his chemist, right? And he asked me to come closer to him, which I did. And he started touching my legs and telling me I'm a fine girl. You know, um, the thing is, I'm a, I'm a very hairy girl, right? I'm very, I'm freaking, freaking hairy. Like my dad blessed me with hairs. <laughs> so as a young child, you know, growing up, I have always been, you know, prayed to like, I mean, like men have, have always prayed on me, you know, like, you know, with like they see me and they, they feel that, oh, I'm so sexy and I'm beautiful and I've got hairs to die for. So, so they always make sinister comments, you know, this kind of really, really weird comments that a little girl or a lady for that matter is not supposed to, you know, uh, be subjected to, oh, you're fine. Wow. Your husband is going to enjoy you. Mm, how is it down there? If you're this hairy like this here, how is that? You know, that sort of stupid, stupid stuff. And even as a young child, they probably felt I wouldn't understand or it wouldn't affect me something like that. But you know, they kept telling me those sort of things, you know? So, I. I mean, so that fateful day, he, you know, he was like, he was touching my legs. Wow, you're very hairy, you're a very fine girl, you know, from, you know, he said taking it, because I was wearing a skirt, right? A skirt that was like my knee level or a little bit above my knee level. And he started trailing his hands from my ankle up, 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 you know, he was like, he was trying to, you know, freaking touch my vagina. Nigga wanted to touch my freaking vagina and you know i slapped his hands off you know came down from his laps and i ran out of the place and i made it a point of note not to ever go close to that man again and i never did so these are two major occasions that i can remember in my life where i was you know like almost molested the thing is um this second one may not feel like it or may not look like i was but the environment was quite if he wanted to rape me in that shop he would have because um uh all he needed to do was to just tie me up and goggle me up like you know like tie my mouth up i wouldn't have been able to scream loud enough for people to come in and or for people to hear so if he wanted to do it like if he had if i if i hadn't left it i would run out of that place the I mean, the minute I did, he would have succeeded. No girl, nobody deserves to go through that moment. I I wasn't raped by the by the grace of God, but I was. It was so close to happening on these two occasions that, whenever I think about it, I still I feel very traumatized, honestly. So I can't even begin to imagine what other people who actually went through it, you know who actually, you know, were raped, I can't even begin to imagine what exactly or how they feel. If I can, if, if I can be this traumatized, right, then there, there is no word to quantify or qualify meaning for the people who have gone through it. It's a very bad place to be and it's a very bad place to be and really, but I thank God for the strength that he gave me. I, I, I thank God for the kind of person that I am. I don't really let things get to me or, or bother me, you know. 
I don't. I just try to always move on from any situation. I try not to get weighed down. But sometimes I just remember these events, these two, you know, unique events in my life. And I just, you know, I just feel so bad. Well, um, yeah, so that's my uh, story. <laughs> Um, I think I'm just going to go off now so I don't start shedding tears here. <laughs> um, so I don't know the essence of this. I, I don't know the moral story here. <laughs> I don't know if you're asking, okay, what's the moral story? Don't ask me. There, I, I, I'm not here for the moral story. Like I said, I'm just here to share my experience and whatever it is you feel you're going to take out of it, take out of it. You know but I just wanted to know that you're not the only person out there who's, who's who has gone through traumatic events and you shouldn't let it you know like you shouldn't let it pull you down okay um, you shouldn't you shouldn't let whatever it is whatever it is you shouldn't let it like pull you down you are so much more you are wonderful you're beautiful you're handsome you're stronger you're stronger you're stronger than your problems the bible says that he will not god will not give you a problem or a burden something that he knows that you cannot carry and when you are faced with issues like that he said come unto me all ye that are heaven laden and i will give you rest okay so whatever it is you have gone through or whatever it is you've gone through or you're going through right now just know that it is something that you can overcome because he's not going to give you something you cannot handle right so yeah maybe that can be a moral story <laughs> but you are stronger okay in fact you have a god that is bigger than your problems everything works together for everything works at the end of the day to glorify him okay everything works so that his name will be praised and glorified okay i'm, I'm not a preacher <laughs> but this is how i console myself this is how i know that everything is going to be well this is how i know that it is well with my soul i comfort myself with the word of god i believe in the word of god it's hard actually it's hard it's very very hard to do this it's very hard to you know keep on your keep up your faith with god it's not an easy path but it is absolutely worth it sometimes i actually forget that there is a god who is taking care of me and i let my problems get the better of me but well thank god for his messes <laughs> i am an amazing person <laughs> i'm beautiful <laughs> And I am absolutely elegant and I am strong. Oh, God damn it. I am freaking strong. Like, I can't even, like, if you know the shit I have gone through, you know I'm a strong. I'm, I'm a very, very strong woman. I am, like, I, I'm 26 now, right? And the shit I have gone through, some people who are 50 or even way older than I am may not, some, some of them will not be able to survive it. But here I am. Here I am stronger okay so my past doesn't define who i am right now and who i'm gonna be in the future okay it may serve as a foundation but nah it's just past is in the past <laughs> so yeah i'm good i'm good there i wouldn't tell you that i, I don't i like 
I am so strong that I don't feel bad or I don't feel traumatized. I do feel traumatized whenever I remember this stuff, but I know I remember my strength and I know who I am and I just, you know, let it go. <sighs> okay, all right. So um yeah, I have gone past the 20 minutes mark. <laughs> so um I'm just going to drop it here. Um Thank you so much for uh, listening. And I look forward to your comments, please. Uh, you can either reply via email um, or you can just go to my Instagram page at Victoria Hibuzo. Um, I said Victoria Hibuzo. <laughs> at uh, Raw Thought Podcast and, you know, drop a comment there. Send a DM, you know. Or you can actually, you know, go to my own personal page, Victoria Hibuzo on Instagram. Send me a DM or something. Anywhere you want to, like, drop a comment or share your own story with me, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. Wherever. Raw Thoughts Podcast or Victoria Hibuzo, you know, just... Maybe you have something to share with me. You want to tell me your own story or you want to ask me a question or I don't know. Just reach out, okay? I look forward to it. And for those of you who are listening via Anchor, you can send a voice message through Anchor. Like Anchor application, you can send a voice message there. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, you can drop a comment or review, you know, via Apple Podcasts. So, yeah, I leave it up to you. Okay, I'll see you. Uh, we'll meet here again next time. I don't know when I'm going to be willing to rant again or share something. But yeah, that's it for today. Let's, let's do this again whenever we are, we can do this again. All right, then. I wish you an amazing life. And I wish you all the great things that you wish yourself. <laughs> Bye.